You are listening to the Real Estate Blind Bid Provocateurs, a podcast taking a bold stand against the opaque and frustrating process of blind bidding, a system that has long played the real estate market with uncertainty, mistrust, and manipulation. This podcast is a production of True Home Value, the pioneers of transparent open bidding in residential real estate. Now on to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two of the Blind Bid Provocateurs. This episode is about the platform that we have created with my co-host here, Kyan Brunel and Carrie App, called True Home Value. And it is a transparent, open bidding platform. Why is it the blind bid process is the true problem in the real estate industry? James, I think one of the things that's happening right now, there's no doubt there's a lot of companies that are dead set on disrupting the real estate industry. But I think they're missing the ball. They're focusing on agents' commissions and brokerage commissions and this, that, and the other. And I'm not saying that there aren't conversations to be had about that. Certainly there are. But at the end of the day, the real problem, I believe, is the process. The process is just foul. It's awful. This blind bid, pig in a poke, where everybody comes in and bears their soul and submits their really high bid that it's at the top of their price point that they can afford. And then as soon as the listing agent gets all the offers, they turn around and go, thanks for the offers. Now give us your highest and best. And everybody's, what does that mean? I just did. How do I know I'm not bidding against myself? The immediate reaction of buyers every single time is distrust. They immediately think, I'm being manipulated. This isn't right. How do I know I'm not bidding against myself? How do I know I'm not already the highest offer? Everybody loses in this process. The net result is by the time a buyer wins this insane bid, escalate, escalate, they're so uncertain about the price now that they're paying that oftentimes, over 30% of the time, they end up terminating on the house because They just don't trust the process anymore. And they think they've been deceived and manipulated. And maybe they have. Carrie's got a good story about that. Yeah, absolutely. And being the middleman in this process as a mortgage broker, these buyers are coming to me going, what do you think we should do? They're looking towards my expertise for guidance on is this house worth it? What, what's going to happen to us if it doesn't appraise? What do you think it's going to appraise for, Carrie? How much will they lend to us on this property? How much more money are we going to have to come out of pocket on top of our down payment and closing costs? And it gets to be a real scary situation. And I recently was in a real estate transaction and essentially we could not be beat. We were going to offer this much more than anyone else, but we eventually had it be at an unlimited price for the house, right? There's no price cap. Like we, we didn't say it has to stop here. We won't go above this. We'll pay this much more than anyone else and it's open-ended. So how can you be beat on that? Somebody else had an escalation clause on the table as well. And so the listing agent decided that you can't escalate an escalation clause 
Anyway, it would mean that no matter what anybody wants to offer, because that other escalation class had a cap, but we won't pay more than this for the house. And we said, we'll pay anything for it. So we'll, we'll match them and raise them by what we had. Go back and rewrite your offers. This went on from a Friday to a Tuesday morning. And let me tell you, emotions were high for everybody. They were high for the other offers on the table. They were high for the seller. The seller was super frustrated and confused because their agent is left to interpret language that was a standardized contract by the state. And agents, technically, if they're not attorneys, can't practice law. So she's still trying to practice law with her managing broker, who's not an attorney, who's trying to then... can. And my buyer's agent is having the same conversation. It's a complete crap show. And <laughs> had there just been an opportunity to see what the offers were on the table, then everybody could have just backed off and said, you know what? This one here, they're going to continue to kick our butt. That's the bottom line. Or yeah. They're not. We Everybody would have felt better about the process if they could just see who the dogs were in the fight. Right. Who you're going up against. Who is my competition? What am I playing with here? I know we talked about our Genesis story and these stories are plentiful and we promise to tell more real estate horror stories. And that's going to be part of our gig here on the podcast. So... In 2020, we all got together. By 2021, we built a platform that gave people the ability to see everyone else's bid on the platform. So 2021, Kyan, you sold a couple houses on this platform and it's very initial stages. What is it that people can see in a transparent open bid platform? So I think the important thing is information. And this is where the blind bid system is failing. I think that back to the misconception that the blind bid gets a seller the highest price. Here's what happens really on the blind bid, okay? Is that as soon as the agent comes back and go, now give us your highest and best, thanks for all those great offers, but now give us your highest and best, buyers pull back. They don't just open their checkbooks and go, okay, here, have more money. They start going, what's going on? they start to lose faith in the process. So what the transparent offer platform will give people via true home value is the opportunity to have information. And what we've seen in our tests is that with information, people will make educated choices. It, it removes the negative anxiety-ridden emotion and it allows them to make a decision based on their personal situation, based on their finances, based on how much they want this house with good information. And having that information, ironically, drives the price up. It nets the seller a higher price that sticks because they don't fall out. They don't terminate because they made this decision. They feel good about it. They know where they stood against all the other offers. They know there were other offers. It really changes the whole landscape of buying real estate. And if you think about it, we do it all the time this way for other things. Yeah, Carrie, if you would have had that in your situation, what you were saying is we really didn't have a cap on how much we were willing to spend. So for instance, let's say in a bid system, Someone bid $5,000 more. You could counter that with a thousand. At some point in time, there's a cap, right? But you've set your own 
value, your own true value to that property is established by you. It's established by the market. You have two people who really want it, then the price can go up. That idea of having the visibility and being able to compete in a way that makes sense. And then, and if you lose, it was a fair competition. James, absolutely. And in full transparency, it wasn't like there was an unlimited money supply to pay whatever for this piece of property, nor would I be that financially foolish. Let me be clear on that. It was a strategy because buyers in a situation like that are forced, and I hate to say it this way, to play a game just to get a home because buyers get exhausted of putting an offer after offer on different homes, falling in love with them, and then having to walk away from it. So then you start to get strategic. The consumer feels manipulated by the antiquated real estate process. So they start to get creative. I'm like, how do we get this? Because again, as I mentioned earlier, these are standardized contracts. They're still outs for the buyer. And I'll tell you, had there been some transparency where everybody could have seen what was on the table, the process would have been faster, more efficient, less painful for everyone involved. And as this particular transaction continued to unfold, there was an issue through the standardized process of negotiation after the deal is on the table. The long story short is, It never did close at this astronomical number above and beyond this craziness that was going on. And the seller may have had an opportunity just to part ways with where the deal went under contract and gone back to some of the other offers that were on the table and see if they were still interested. But everyone's so pissed off. They're like, screw that seller. We're not even interested anymore. We went through pure hell, this open transparent offer platform would have kept everything calm, cool, and effective. Then tell me, Karen, maybe what's the difference? Because we've done this as we've been building true home value. We've been taking a look at other bidding platforms like cars and bids and bring a trailer. Carrie, you mentioned before, we don't ever buy anything like this. We buy homes in a blind bid system And there have been other industries that have really changed. They give you the opportunity to enter in an auction. A lot of the similar faculties are in place where you can see each other's bids. It's anonymous. You don't know who you're bidding against. But what what is it that's unique about real estate that puts it in this idea of transparent open bidding gives you view into all of the deal points rather than just price? Talk about why that matters. things about real estate is that it's a specific performance contract for a seller. So once a seller enters into this contract, they're basically forced to close. Unless the buyer terminates, the seller cannot terminate that contract. That's why this isn't an auction because the highest price does not always win. It's not always in the seller's best interest to enter a contract with just whatever the highest price is. I remember a few years ago, I had a listing and some seller came in literally like $100,000 over on a property that was selling for $250,000. Everybody else was twenty, But this guy had, I knew he didn't have the cash to substantiate that gap 
his cash was only like 10,000. So he was just throwing some astronomical price out to win the quote unquote auction. But it wasn't an auction because a, a seller has to take into account all these other things like possession. Oftentimes, possession is a huge driver for a seller because they don't want to have to move twice. So what day do they have to give possession matters. How picky are they going to be on inspection? That matters. Do they have the cash in hand if their price that's way over asking doesn't appraise? These are all just a few of the, say, 10 or 15 considerations that a seller has to take into account in order to really pick the best offer for themselves. And those are all visible and to the to all the bidders. They're saying, hey, this is how we're approaching inspection. So everybody sees what the other buyers are offering to the seller. Exactly. Plus, the seller has the opportunity to tell the buyers, this is what's important to me. Price, obviously, is always important, but I really have to have this possession date. I cannot move because my kid's school, I'm moving out of state and my kid's school ends this date. I have to stay here until this date, period. So that might be their number two driver for them. And a seller can communicate that and then they can rank the bids. Buyers can come in and see, hey, that's a really high offer, but they can't meet their, their possession date. We can match that offer and meet the possession date. I bet we'll move ahead. Speaking with some of the individuals, the buyers who actually didn't win the bid, but yet loved the process because they knew exactly what happened. Better luck next time, essentially. They couldn't meet the terms that were required by the seller and it wasn't price. And if you're doing this in a blind bid, then you're relying on your agent to call that agent and that agent has to talk to 10 different people or whoever it is, <laughs> five different bids, a transparent open bid platform basically reduces those communications issues. I think, Carrie, you talked about that before. We have massive communications issues in the blind bid process. We don't necessarily know. and We're just guessing, taking our best guess. And to your point, Kyan, if that's the case, we're going to retract. We're going to reduce as much risk as we can because that's just the nature of the human being. Exactly. One of the interesting things that came out of it is when we look at blind bidding and you look at, let's say, auction-style selling, to your point earlier about the sellers feeling as if you know, the blind bid process is the way to get more money, it's just not true. There is data that an open bid process actually generates anywhere between 7 and 15% higher selling price. Now, this isn't necessarily detrimental to buyers because buyers already know what their limits are. They're not going to pass their own limits. And as you mentioned, Carrie, they're not going to get into some ridiculous situation right? that, that you as a lender aren't going to back. So they, they know what their parameters are. If I was the buyer, and back to my story, it turns out I lost the original bid by $500. I was like, what? <laughs> that, you, someone should have just called me and told me, hey, you want to go up another 500 bucks? Yeah, that's just the way it is. So now we have clarity. Now we have a reduction in miscommunication. Now we have a focus just in terms of what you can and can't do. And then again, we're not in this crazy, highly emotional, getting exhausted process because we just see where we are. And then, and if you lose the bid, you start learning the things that are going to, we're going to be able to win at. And so you're probably going to start recognizing those when you enter into the next bid. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. 
All right. So we're going to get into the buyer themselves in our next episode. So all the different aspects of what it means to be a buyer in the blind bid system versus the open bid system. We're going to do that deep dive in episode three. Please follow us on Apple podcast. You can also find us on YouTube. If you search for at true home value, T-R-U-H-O-M-E value, like and comment on this podcast, share it with everyone. Thank you very much for listening to the show and we'll catch you on episode three.